0: you now tuned in to the gumtown podcast i'm your boy doug b we ain't got nothing to talk about but we got something to talk about let's go Good people, good people, good people. Welcome back to the Guntown Podcast, episode 33. I'm your boy, Doug B. If you tuned in to this podcast, thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Before we bring on today's guest, we got something to talk about, good people. Got some financial literacy to talk, all right? Got three things I want to share with you all that I've been utilizing in my own life for the past couple of years. No, I'm not a financial advisor. I found everything I know about finances through Google. I'm here by the grace of Google, all right? First things first, pay yourself first. You may ask yourself, what does pay yourself first mean? What do you get paid once a month, twice a month, once a day? Pay yourself first. Put some money aside for rainy days, because rainy days will come. Put some aside for those emergency funds. Or what well, you just want to put some aside for investments? Pay yourself first, good people. Trust me. And I'm not counting nobody's pockets. Whatever you can afford, do that. Every pay period, put aside ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Over time you'll build up your nest egg and it'll just be there. And if you don't have to use it, guess what? You got some extra funds sitting around for investments or whatever you want to do with it. Number two, stop using your debit card so much. Build your credit using your credit card. Meaning the same expenses you would use, usually charge to your debit card, charge to your credit card and pay it off. All right. I've done that over the past couple of years. It's allowed me to build my credit. And I'm just saying it's a useful tool utilizing credit cards. Credit cards are not bad. They are just tools. You have to tell tools what to do. It's no difference from using a hammer. You can construct. You can destruct. So use some credit cards wisely. All right. And number three, if your credit is messed up and you can't qualify for a credit card or if you're just in a bad financial position, either way, Go over to creditelect.com The homie Will Frazier is over there. He's ready to help you build your credit back up, get you back on the right track. All right? Good people, that's all we got to talk about for today. On with today's show. Today's guest, she is the founder and owner of Kyle Media Publishing, LLC. I'm looking forward to this conversation, and I'm sure you all will be inspired by her story. Let's give a warm Gumtown round of applause for Danielle Wallace. <laughs> Danielle, how's it going?
1: All is well. I am doing wonderful at the, you know, start of a new um, month, and I appreciate you for inviting me uh, to be a guest on your podcast.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's, that's great to hear, and I appreciate you accepting my invitation to come on the podcast. And I look looking forward to the conversation.
1: Absolutely.
0: So, of course, we're here to talk about Kylie Media, Media Publishing, but before we get there, let's get to know the woman behind the brand. What's your story?
1: Yeah, so um, in terms of my story, uh, I am a person that, you know, I believe my purpose is here to tell stories in a, uh, a great capacity. So, you know, that has been something that I've been passionate about ever since I was a child. Um, writing and reading was my thing. And from a very young age, I knew that, hey, uh, my chosen career path um, when I was a child was I wanted to be a reporter. I wanted to be a journalist, whether that was on TV, whether that was um, for a print publication or what have you. And so uh, I went on to study broadcast journalism at Troy University and I minored in communication studies there as well. Went on to um, work at two great uh, news stations here in Alabama. The first one was in Dothan, Alabama, at WTBY um, News Four, and the second station that I worked at was here in Montgomery, Alabama News Network. So you know, during those times, for the most part, I was at what you call a one-woman show, writing, shooting, editing all of my stories up until probably like the last uh, year or so of me being in news where I had um, a photographer, which really, you know, amped up creativity, had somewhere to someone there to really, um, you know, have that second pair of eyes to uh, collaborate with. So that is my story so far. And in between during that time, I did a lot of freelance writing um, while I was in college. I self-published a poetry book called Her Poetic Cinema of Life. Um, That was probably my first time actually, you know, marketing something myself. And um, after that, while I was in the trenches of news, I started a blog. It was a Christian um, women's blog, which is now a digital and print magazine. And so, I grew that and grew it while I uh, was working in news and going back to the time where I was in college. I knew at some point, hey, I wanted to start some type of business, but I didn't know where, you know, that would go. So and here I am now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a story. That's a great story. Let me ask. Are you from Montgomery or you just went to school here?
1: No, I am not from Montgomery. I am from Etmore, Alabama.
0: Okay. Okay. Right up the street. Okay. Uh, I mm-hmm. believe they have a uh, world famous casino up there at Moore.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. So let's talk a little more about Kaya Media Publishing. What exactly do you have going on over there products and services wise?
1: Yeah, so Kayo Media Publishing is a boutique, meaning a, you know, it's a boutique, small um, copywriting and brand storytelling studio. And essentially what I do is I write words that connect and convert um, your audience. That is what I do for different coaches, course creators, consultants, service providers, um. People that have product-based brands, I write their website uh, copy for them, their sales pages. If they have like a program or course, webinar, masterclass, I write their uh, email uh, copy for them in terms of email marketing. I write uh, their social media captions for them. So any types of words that you want to put out there to connect and convert your audience that is what I do. And all in the midst of that, before I write uh, any uh, anything for anyone, I'm big on strategy and I'm big on, you know, really getting to know the ins and out of any brand to really um, weave in the storytelling aspect of it. So I'm you know, I'm very keen on storytelling. And what I say is, you know, I I help powerhouse brands flip facts into cohesive sales driven narratives. And so I do that based on my background and um, journalism. And that's what I bring to the table for them in the world of marketing their business.
0: Wow. You're doing some great things over there. And that's the most powerful thing you said. What you were talking about you make sure you you speak with your client and you get you pay attention to detail, like versus just coming out the coming out the top of your head, you actually make sure you're telling their story the way they want it told. That's important. That's yes, important.
1: it is. Absolutely. <laughs> it it really is. And so essentially, you know, everything that I learned in news, I I've taken those transferable skills and and infuse them into what I do now. And, you know, especially like paying close attention to details, um, you know, weaving in the storytelling aspect, you know, just really tapping into making sure, hey, knowing what their audience wants to hear from them, what's going to make them take action and, you know, drive them on a journey towards taking action. So that's essentially, um, you know, what I do.
0: That's great. That's great. Transferable skills. That is definitely, that's commendable that you were able to identify those skills and take that from the the nine to five world into what you do now as an entrepreneur. So that transition right into my next point perfectly. Whenever I have entrepreneurs on the platform like yourself, I like to talk about three things, the Mm -hmm. aha moment, action, and audacity. Let's start with your aha moment. Obviously you have a passion for writing and telling stories. So let's, let's go back to that moment where you had the idea to turn that passion into a business. What was your aha moment?
1: That's a very great question. So, you know, when I was in college, I, when I published my self published my portrait book, I had in the back of my head, probably like, okay, down the line, maybe I'll want to start. I want to start a business somewhere down the line, but at the time it's like, okay, you know, You're in school or whatnot. And, you know, what happens, happens. You'll figure it out along the way. And so as I continued, you know, on my journey in the news world, you know, things started becoming clear to me about what was missing, you know, in terms of, you know, what people needed out there, what people came to me for, um, like just freelance writing, what they needed help with, telling their their story and their brand or just. Weaving things together where it really made sense. And so, you know, things started coming together. Um, I would also, while I was working in news, I taught creative writing classes voluntarily, just, you know, doing things where um, just trying to put all the pieces together. And back in, I guess, 2018. Um, was when I started um, maybe taking things a bit more serious, like, okay, you can build something off of this. Um, and this is the way the pieces to the puzzle kept coming together. So I began to, um, you know, uh, see more clients um, in an official type of way back in 2018. And so I officially launched IO Media Publishing in 2019. Um, but the aha moment was, you know, just definitely, I guess, seeing the gap that was out there and just putting the pieces of the puzzle together from over the years of the things that I've done and just, you know, really nailing down, okay, this is what's missing in the the marketplace for, um, these types of businesses. And I know I can help them in this capacity using the skills that I've gained over the years. And so, um, uh, Probably the aha moment that I had was probably back in 2018, just seeing those pieces come together. Where I started getting uh, clients here and there, and then officially I launched my business in June of 2019, uh, and here we are.
0: <laughs> That's great. No, that is great, and I like the part where you're talking about how you volunteered to teach a teacher a class just to hone in on your craft and your skill set. So that tells me you were serious about this. Like it wasn't something mm-hmm. you wanted to build a foul or play around. Like you definitely wanted to go all in and give you all to this. So that's commendable mm-hmm. in itself. And you pretty much answered my next question, what was going to be how long after the aha moment did you take action towards starting a business? And it didn't take you a very long time to get started once you realized what you wanted to do. And the reason why I ask that question all the time is because a lot of the times we get hung up on ideas. We get paralyzed by fear. We get paralyzed by overthinking. And it sounds like you didn't do a whole bunch of overthinking.
1: No, I really didn't. I had, you know, I kind of had in my head, you know, what I wanted this to look like a long Mm -hmm. time ago. It's just, you know, I wasn't that clear. Right. And I've really never been a person that was afraid to, I guess, take action on things. It's just, you know, I always say you just got to move forward and see what happens. You know what I mean? You never know what happens. And so um, that's what I did back in 2018. And I thought about that earlier today. It's like, you know, it, it, you know, how sometimes you're scared to just take that one action, like that, the first client that I, got was you know i put myself out there for them you know to trust me or whatnot and you know you just got you just got to do it and build from there and build from there and you know you'll see success
0: yes ma'am that is spot on and uh no, that's that's great that's, that's great stuff great stuff so in between the aha moment and action i like in the middle i like to call it the bridge between aha and action i like to call it audacity It takes courage and audacity to step out there and actually start your own. Who or what gave Danielle the courage to step out there to start this?
1: You know, no one other than God Almighty himself gave me the audacity (laughs) to do it. um, You know, because, you know, you can you can tell people your, your plans all day or whatnot, and some people might have positive opinions, some might have negative opinions or whatnot, but I think at the end of the day, me being um, the person that I am, I take things to um, God, and that is how I, uh, you know, guide through, that's, that's my guidance right there, and um, tapping into you know, his will for what I need to do. That is what gave me the audacity to move forward. You know, it felt right to move in that direction to start uh, a business in this capacity because I just, you know, I knew from over the years, again, over the years, just seeing what was missing and definitely seeing how I could help people and knowing that in the back of my head, hey, I wanted to help people. with storytelling in a different capacity, um, outside of news. So, you know, nothing but God himself.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's, that's amazing. That's great. And like you just said, like people have their negative and their positive remarks and things of that nature. And God is really all you need. That's all the audacity you do need to make it out here. I just, you know, it just, I just always love to ask that question. Cause I'm always curious, like what is, cause sometimes you have family and friends that. Push people for it and sometimes it's just it's just God and in your case you just had God and like you were saying earlier you identified a gap and you say, you know what I can fill that gap and that's powerful in itself because a lot of times because it's one of those things where you you saw that and you took action because here's the thing we get caught up in this whole notion of I don't know if I want to do it because people might not like it people might not fool with it but just do it anyway. People who like it will. People who won't, won't. So what? As long as you like it, get started, you know? <laughs>
1: exactly. Yep. That That's all that matters. At the end of the day, you can't care what, you know, other people's opinions are. And, you know, also do remember having a conversation um, way back when, probably 2018, 20, probably no, it's 2017. And I had a conversation with my mom about it and she was like, you know what, you can do it you just keep on going. You can, you can do it. Um, and so, you know, you can, you can do whatever your, your mind, um, you're thinking of or whatnot, just, you know, you don't have to resort to everyone else's opinions in the process.
0: (laughs) I agree 100%. I agree. So I've had a chance to check out your website and look at some of the testimonials and I see you doing some great things over there. Kyle Media Publishing has been rocking and rolling. You've done great things and will continue to do great things. So that leads me to my next point. Let's talk about vision. What are your Mm short-term and long-term goals for the business?
1: Yeah, so I have a few uh, things um, that I'm working on right now in terms of, you know, trying to help people. um, A big thing right now is trying to help people, you know, understand the power of email marketing more. Um, And, you know, one of my, you know, big goals is for people to really tap into the power of, you know, how storytelling is unique for their business. It is the ultimate way for you to stand out um, in a noisy digital space so you know my long-term goal is to, you know to get more people to understand you know why that is so because so often you know from my perspective when I'm reading stuff watching stuff I see a lot of um, brands sounding and looking the same and so I know that if you you know, came to the table with more brand storytelling um, that you would stand out and you wouldn't feel the need to battle algorithms or feel that no one is really paying attention to your service or your product. Um, there's a way to stand out and it's all in your brand's unique DNA. So just, I just want more people to understand that. And so I have a few things that I'm working on um, to help people in that capacity.
0: Wow, that's great. That's great. And I, I definitely, I know all of those, I know those short term and long term goals. I know you will bring those goals to fruition. And um, quite frankly, like you were just saying, the whole storytelling things. So I, this, is a, this is a bit off script, but I just, I just want to ask this question because I have somewhat of an idea of the power of storytelling. But from your perspective, you do this for a living full time. What exactly is the power of storytelling?
1: So, so, in terms of the power of storytelling, well, you know, I always say that it bridges the gap between your clients and your customers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to give you an example of this, and I shared this probably on social media, what today or something like that. Um, it was, you know, just some. Um, some pre value for people in terms, it was like some storytelling prompts, right, for the month. And they are prompts to get your creative juices flowing. Uh, let's say, um, what's an example? One of the days is like National Honesty Day. And I mentioned, hey, this is a storytelling prompt for National Honesty Day. You can. Um, Use it in the form of telling people how the process of your service or your product works, um, and tell people something that um, they will be surprised about knowing about your process. And but also circle it back around to uh, the potential client or customer. The key is not to make it all about you per se. The purpose of any um, storytelling type of content whether it's in your social media whether that's in your email marketing is to start it out with something relatable but circle it back around to um, the potential client or customer where they say hey this i can relate to this this song you know and she or he or you know they're talking right you know straight to me you know they really are pulled in and engaged And so why the power of storytelling or how is it um, so powerful? Well, um, it is, you know, the oldest form of communication. It's digestible. People understand it more. Um, It just pulls people in versus stating some facts about your business that, you know, every other business in your industry has (laughs) as well. So, you know, it's something to um make you stand out versus saying the same thing over and over again that everybody else is saying <laughs>
0: that was a great breakdown that's exactly what i was looking for i mean i'm not gonna add any. i'm not gonna add anything to it if, if you're listening go listen back to the power of it if you want to separate yourself from the rest you just gotta uh, you just got some gems there so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's great stuff appreciate that background that uh, you're breakdown. you're welcome <laughs> hmm So let's get to the million dollar question as we wrap up the podcast. Whenever I have entrepreneurs on this platform, well, I started this platform to shed light on the greatness coming out of Montgomery. Whether you were born here, whether you lived here for a long period of time, or significant period of of time. So let's talk about the Gump in terms of how has the city helped you evolve as a woman and an entrepreneur? Yeah,
1: so I think like, uh, you know, I've been here for quite a while now, and I think that, you know, the people uh, here in the community um, are very helpful in terms of, you know, sharing the resources that you need or helping you in any capacity that you need. Uh, And When I worked in news, I made so many different connections with people, um, you know, that are in charge of different things in the city, whether that be with the chamber or any other organizations. And so I made sure to, you know, continually keep in touch with them. Um, And they're always, you know, always willing to, you know, share different resources or help in any different, any capacity. So that is probably the main thing, you know, the community of people here that are very helpful in the professional, space so community
0: that's what i would say good stuff good stuff powerful stuff and um i uh definitely agree with you in terms of the community i know and the reason i asked that question about montgomery montgomery gets a bad rap but it's a it's -hmm. a good core of people here it's a good community of people here Mm -hmm. you just have to be oh go ahead i'm sorry
1: Yeah, it's a great group of people here. I've had the pleasure of working with um, some people um, uh, with some new stuff from downtown, um, writing website copy for them. One of my clients uh, is here. So, you know, some some great people here.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, Danielle, how can the people connect with you? What are your social media handles?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram is Caillou Media Publishing. I'm pretty sure you'll share the links because uh, <laughs> me spelling it out is very long. But on Instagram, I am Caillou Media Publishing. Uh, you can also connect with me on LinkedIn is Danielle Wallace. Um, you can connect with me on Twitter is danielle wallace my handle on there is delaney's writing d-e-l-a-n-e-y-s and the word writing uh so you can catch me on in those those places
0: okay good stuff and of course i'll put all of social media handle information in the description of the episode hey danielle thanks again for this conversation i really appreciate
1: you you're very welcome thanks again for inviting me um It was great, uh, you know, sharing a little bit more um, with people here in Montgomery. So anytime.
0: Yes, ma'am. Good people. That concludes another dope episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone. But before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe. But most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.